Let's turn to uh, chapter number 58, and we'll start with verse number 8. Now, God uh, was actually instructing the Jews how to fast, and then He was giving them promises what would happen if they did it right. Of course, the Jews at that day, uh, they were in bad trouble with the Lord. Everything they did for the Lord was upside down, topsy-turvy. They weren't doing anything right. They, in fact, they were just on the precipice of having judgment come down on their nation. So Isaiah was, was really preaching it, and he was a wonderful prophet. Look at verse number 8 with me. And it starts out, and it says, After you fast, of course, in the right way, he said, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. These are wonderful promises. And the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. He, he's talking about anybody that not only fasts for God, but gets involved with the way God wants them to live. There's many, many, uh, many, many road tracks. Some lead into ditches. And how, how many know what a runaway truck ramp is? I'm, uh, Brother Carlson, he did a long haul before. Anybody know what a, long, uh, a runaway truck ramp is? You see them on the freeway, especially going to, to uh, long haul, like maybe down to, to California. If you're coming down a hill and the grade is like 6% and it's a long way, sometimes those truckers, they lose their brakes. And a runaway truck ramp is a dead end. Uh, it's, it's off to the side. They have soft gravel, so those big diesel trucks will just mush in the gravel and it saves them, but they're stuck. And you get out of God's will for your life. You know, he still loves you. But you're stuck in a runaway truck ramp. You know what you have to have? You got to have a big rig come and tow you out. And then they got to fix your brakes and then you lose everything for a while. Is, how many understand it's good to stay on, on God's path? It's good to stay on these old pathways. Look at verse 9. Then he says, thou shalt call and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall hear, or he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness shall be as noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in draught and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And they, shall, uh, they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. And thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. What a promise from God. Stay in His will. He said, um, now you're fasting for different reasons, but if, if I call a fast and you fast for me and you, and you pray to me, here's what will happen. You remember Jesus said to the disciples who were bewildered, that they couldn't cast out a devil from some crazy lunatic and they, they didn't have any power. Jesus told them, this kind cometh not forth, but by prayer and fasting. That's something we are deathly scared of. 
I'm very, very reluctant to fast many times because I simply don't think I have enough body fat to make it through. Uh, but that's not true. <laughs> Amen. That's a lie from the devil. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to ask you how long you've gone, and I don't want you to ask me how long I've gone. I won't tell you. It's nobody's business. In fact, when we fast, if you ever do, it's really powerful. I think uh, some of us ought to pray about, Lord, I haven't fasted for so long. Maybe, maybe I ought to take one of these ancient um, keys to the blessings of God. Maybe I ought to try that. You say, well, has it come to this? <laughs> Somebody said, you know, you mean we're going to pray? Has it come to this? Uh, brother, it's always come to this. We should always be in prayer. That's the old way. That's the old way. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, God, he calls himself the ancient of days. He is the eternal one. He is the everlasting father. He is alpha and omega. He's the first and the last. You know, there's something built into human nature that puts more value on the past than it does on the unknown future. I think it's good for everybody to go down to an antique store once in a while and just rummage through it. You know what it does to you? It changes you. You walk out different. You walk out appreciating some things. I know a lot of us just junk, but some of us really good junk. I mean, really, it's, it's just really neat. How many, how many of you have a weakness for going into an antique store? I do. I want one of each. Uh, that I see stuff I oh I remember I oh I gotta have, oh this is, it just stirs your stir now why is that so special how come things that are older are more valuable than things that are new anybody know what a Dusendorf uh, Dusendorfer or a Dusendorf I don't know what it's an old car <laughs> it would tell you when you needed an oil change and it was I mean it was just a, it was a doozy. That's where you get that, right? Have you ever heard that term? Well, that's really a doozy. That comes from one of the greatest cars that ever was built. And i tell you, it had a wonderful engine. I mean, can you imagine that compared to a Yugo or, a, you know, something that they make today? You know, they're, they're out for the consumer. There's something God did in us that puts more value on the past. It's that way. Let me, let me ask you this. How do you think that they finally made uh, a road that goes from Bellingham down Sunset all the way out through Deming and all the way out through Kendall, all the way through Maple Falls and all the way up to the mountain at Mount Baker? Where do you think that first came into existence? It used to be an old horse trail. It was the path that our father said, this is how you get to Mount Baker. And all of a sudden, they, they corduroyed the road. You know, the guide meridian is the same thing. How do you get to Linden? Well, take the guide meridian. Why? Because that's the fastest, best way. You say, well, I'd like to go on a different route. Okay, fine. You're never going to get there as fast as I am. And now, praise God, finally, they paved it. And it went a long time. It was, used to be a two-lane road out here. 
And uh, I'm not sure if it had a turn lane in. I think it was just a two-laner. It was very dangerous. It's 50, 50 miles an hour on a two-lane road with lots of uh, houses going along. Now it's a five-laner. We, we, we done growed up. I mean, we, got, we can go to Linden in style now from Bellingham. I wish it was the two-lane road down by Bellingham again, but anyway. Uh, uh, hey, it's, it's pretty neat. Uh, where do you think they got the idea of, uh, of these, these old paths? Because it was the, the fastest place. You know in Seattle. Have you, have you ever heard of, of Skid Row in Seattle? That doesn't have to do really much with the people that live down there. What it is is they used to take the logs and uh, the logging uh, companies used to pile up their logs and they'd skid them right down into the waterfront and they'd load them up on the ships and they'd take them to wherever. And uh, there, there was something about that, you know, the, the history. You know, we, we have some old paths. God says, you need to get, you need to ask for those old paths. There's a way for young people to, to live and grow up strong. It's some of those old pathways. There's some things that keep your marriage really strong. It's the old pathways. You know, people are making fun of old, old timers. And uh, I've had some of that lately, but I think it's a little premature myself. <laughs> look, at, uh, look at how God does this. He, he, um, he gives people some pioneer ways, and he'll pioneer something, and then people come behind. And we find the old path. Did you know that we, we tried to look into the Bible to start our church? And we did it as much biblically as we could, we could possibly do, as much as mentality I had, and as much counsel as I could get, as much Bible as I could do. And you know, we got, we're coming up on 24 years. I'm not saying that uh, we're the best thing that ever happened, or <coughs> we're better, but um, <laughs> I, I'm, saying, I'm saying I'm sticking around. I'm, I'm going to keep on the path that God has put me on. I want you to stay on that old pathway, too. Listen, there's no new way to get saved. Amen? There's no new way to get your prayers answered. It's the old way. It's the old-fashioned way. There's no new way to do so many things. Uh, there's new tools, right? And praise God for it. And there's new exciting things that you can discover. But when you get there's no new way to know God. Right? There's no new way to please him. Well, you pleased him this way a long time ago. Oh, but now, oh, listen, I'm going to please God a different way. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's right there in the book. I want to please the Lord. How many want to please God? It's the old path that you take. It's the old ways. Look at Jeremiah chapter 6. Now, Isaiah said, judgment's coming. And then Jeremiah said, it's here. <laughs> if you want to know the, the basic nutshell of their prophecies, uh, it's really sad, though, that uh, we, you know, we have sometimes to repeat history. And I, I think history, bad history should never be repeated. If we can't learn, my goodness, we got more tools to learn, history lessons. There's more colleges now. There's more um, uh, media. There's more ability. You can look stuff up on your phone. 
that you had to go down to the library years ago. You had to search through volumes and volumes of uh, encyclopedias to get one little thing. Now all you do is punch it up on your phone or you ask your phone. You know, <laughs> man, why? Who, who, who's, who's, who's the best president in the world? <laughs> I don't know if you, you, you get a Republican or a Democrat on Siri. I don't know what you get, but uh, we've got so much at our fingertips now. And yet it seems like we're kind of dumb in some ways, you know, not, not too smart, right? Some of us need to realize that, listen, there's, there's, there's so many uh, ways to find the good path, the, the, the good way to walk in. I mean, it's just wonderful now. I thank God for all the tools. I loved to use the new tools to get, to, to get, and you know, I have a Bible application on my iPad. I've got a the Bible application on my phone. If I even know maybe one word out of a verse that I, I can't remember, how many understand there's 66 books, there's, there's uh, hundreds of thousands of words in the Bible? And if you know them all, please, please, tell me how you do that. But sometimes I use my phone or I use my iPad or use the computer. And I'll punch in one word. And the verse pops up. Oh, don't you love to find the word, the, the verse that you're looking for? And you got help now. Isn't that great? Uh, even if you memorize the verse, you can't memorize all of them. you got to have some help. God gave that to us. It's wonderful. But the, the tools today are for the old paths. It's for the old paths. That's, that's how we should be praying. We, we should ask God for those old paths. Look at Jeremiah 6, 16. And let's take a look now at verse 16 it, and uh, through uh, 19. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. And ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Oh, what a rebellious people we have in America today. We ought to be praying for those rebels and rioters and crazy people out there that are insane and violent and murderers and reckless people and vandals and people that go up to elderly folks and just beat them up. There's so much going on in our country right now. My goodness, makes me want to be a police officer and uh, with a shield and a helmet and a bazooka. I, I, I just, a laser, yeah. Also, verse 17, also I set watchmen over you saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. We, want, we don't want to walk in that way. We don't want to hearken to you. Look at verse 18. Therefore hear ye nations and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth. Behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. Don't ever be guilty of that. Did you know God can punish Christians right along with the world? And it, won't, it will shock you how many Christians are out of the will of God and, 
and living in rebellion and living in the world and not separated from all these evil things. Listen, uh, young people, you're going to be tempted to kind of chime in with the world just so you won't be you looked at it like you're different. And boy, nowadays, what we need to do is we need to go ahead and own it. I'm different. Are you different? You're different. You're peculiar. It's a good thing. I'd rather be peculiar with God than fit right in with the devil's crowd. I'd rather stand alone and not have too many friends. Uh, I've had that crowd before. I know what I'm talking about. It, it seems like they're friends, but what happens is in the end, they're really not your friend. Uh, but, but, you know, uh, when you have God, you have everything. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And when I got saved, I started having friends I never even knew. They came out of the woodwork. I've, one time, my wife and I took a trip to uh, uh, Orcas Island, uh, Friday Harbor. There was a little thing you could get on in Fairhaven, and they feed you salmon and have, have a little fun, you know, and you go, and then you spend some time at Friday Harbor, walk around. Went to a little hotel there, or old time. I think uh, President Roosevelt, actually Teddy Roosevelt stayed there. And my wife and I were by the fire, you know, and we saw a little chessboard there. We played chess in the lobby of this hotel. It was really romantic. Uh, anyway, uh, well, I thought it was. Anyway, <laughs> so we ate salmon, we played chess, and we came back, you know. But on the way over, we met a couple from, I think it was uh, South Carolina or Georgia or something, Tennessee, one of those states, they were Sunday school teachers. And I tried to witness to them, and I was really disappointed. They were already saved. <laughs> you know how you get like that. You're hoping to win somebody, and all of a sudden, yeah, you're a better Christian than I am. But it was really fun. We talked with them. We made friends, and we just had a close friendship all the way over. We're going to meet them again in heaven. I can't remember their name. It was 20, 24 years ago, practically. So it was amazing, though. And so when we, when we got on God's old pathway, we started having more friends. We, didn't, we just run into them. It's just wonderful to know anybody, any believer out there that's truly born again, there's a kinship of spirit there. You know, it's, it's just wonderful. And I never knew that. But my pathways were leading me to hell. My pathways were leading downward. And all the paths that I was on didn't do me any good. In fact, it was really scary. But I'm glad I got up on God's highway. I'm not rejecting the Lord. You shouldn't reject the Lord ever. But let's pray to keep these lessons that history teaches us and let's stay on the right path. Let's look at just a couple more verses. Proverbs chapter 30. Let's go there. And verse number 11, Proverbs 30. Verse 11 says, There is a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. There's a generation going on right now. All, all four of those 
are, are seeing today. Would you agree with that? Yeah. There's a lot of proud people that don't care one bit about what their parents did or, or all the... Listen, we better, we better be careful to listen to elderly people because there, some of them have so many treasures that they can impart to us. My, my, both of my dads, one that raised me, one that, that sired me, well, both of them are gone now. I can't, I can't call them up anymore. And uh, I'm glad I treasure the things that they did teach me. And I, 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 I learned from their mistakes, too. How many say amen to that? There's a lot of mistakes you learn from. And my kids are learning from some of my mistakes. And I, I don't see them, but they do. How many understand? It's good to see yourself through somebody else's eyeballs. No, I see them. I do. We all make mistakes, but let's learn from it. You know, uh, the mistakes that anybody made in my life, I, I don't have to follow that, but I can learn from it. And it's wisdom. I'll stay on the right path. Let's look at Judges. Judges. Way back in the Old Testament, Judges. <clears throat> Judges chapter 3 and verse number 7 says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and forgot the Lord their God. They forgot God and served Balaam and the groves. Do you realize how, how fast that was? That Remember, Joshua took over for, uh, for, for Jack. And it, it, I mean, Moses. And jo Joshua took over for Moses. It wasn't long after that they all forsook God and forgot about him. How could they do that? Just like you and I could. I remember I got saved. We ought to give our salvation testimony as often as we can. Are you saved? If you are, if you know you're saved, you should be giving that testimony as often as you can. Because as you give your testimony to people that aren't saved, you strengthen yourself. Listen, there's, there's some doubts about many things in life. That's one thing God doesn't want us to have any doubts about. That old path. That old path of salvation. I mean, uh, uh, that's when I got on the right path. Amen? That's when I started walking on the king's highway. That's when I started going the right direction. And I say this, it's not the speed at which you travel that makes a difference with God. It's the direction you're going. You take one step a day, that's fine and dandy, as long as you're going the right direction. It's not up to, it's not up to God, or excuse me, it's not up to me uh, how fast God wants me to travel. It's just I need to be going in the right direction. Many Christians today are off into the they're, they're often the, uh, uh, what did I call that? The runoff, the, run, uh, the runaway ramp. Don't get stuck on the runaway ramp. Let's look at Psalm 106 real quickly. Christians can get on the runaway ramp, and it's a dangerous place to be. The old path is well-worn. Lots of people have traveled it. It's narrow. It's going the right direction, though. One of the funniest jokes I ever heard, I like to tell it, so I'm going to tell it now. The, remember that guy on the freeway? His wife calls him and said, Hun, you got to be careful. I heard the news. There's some idiot on the freeway going the wrong direction. And you got to be careful. Uh, and he said, There's not one. There's hundreds of them going the wrong direction. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
be careful. You got to make sure you're going the right direction, right? Or your wife will have to call you. Look at 106, uh, verse uh, 21, Psalm 106. They forgot their God their Savior, which had done great things in Egypt. Let's not forget the Lord. That's very good for us, as I said. Go antique hunting once in a while. Uh, have, you ever gone, have you ever gone through old picture albums? Isn't that kind of fun? It's fun for me. Isn't it fun? Old pictures? Those are great. I mean, it's free. It's free entertainment. It's like, look what I used to look like. Oh, man, that's crazy. But it does something for you. It, it gets you stirred up. When we remember the old paths, it's really good. It's healthy. Remember what God did for you. Try to keep some kind of journal. Search the scriptures. Look back and learn. Pray that we remember the ancient landmarks. The Bible says, remove not that ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Don't move your, your neighbor's landmark. Don't, don't move that landmark. Hey, let's, let's make sure that you and I always are for real biblical marriage. Do I have to explain what's going on in America today? We're, we're for one man and one woman, and that is real biblical marriage. That kind of stuff. I never thought we'd have to worry about being under attack like that. That God created the world. Boy, oh boy. Did you know what Darwin did on his deathbed? Darwin, you know the man that was given all the credit for this crazy uh, evolution nonsense? He, on his deathbed, it's been recorded that he was sorry and that he never meant it to get out of hand like that. It's amazing. You see, there's a lot of forces in the world that want to get off the old pathway, the old path. Let's stay on the right path. Let's bow our heads for prayer.